What's going on everybody? Riley Welch, owner of 92 Social. Welcome to the third episode of the 92 Social Podcast. Today is a, is a good day. Uh, it, this is the reason why I started the podcast is to grow a community and uh, it's, you got to start from your own. And this one uh, co-working space that I partnered with that I truly believe with is uh, WorkCo. And the person I'm talking to right now is Joya. How you doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, so how's your uh, quarantine going? Uh, driving. Well, I wouldn't say driving, that's just a lie. I'm surviving. Yeah. Um, kind of not really driving, I think, is the term I'd use. But you have, I just, I'm just thinking every day as it comes at the moment, kind of wake up and try again the next day it's and it, hope for the best <laughs> that's what you gotta do that's what it's you, know? you gotta keep it simple one day at a time and just hope for the best really yeah so that's been my strategy for a while it's, it's good okay some yeah. days are great some days not so great but at least like the weather's good today so i could oh. you know i can go for a run after, after i finish my day and get some fresh air and run away from people literally it's fun yeah the, Thank God for the days like today and uh, when we recorded this the Sunday before. It was beautiful. Yeah, I went for a bike ride on Sunday and I was like, oh my God, finally. We needed this. um, Well, I'm obviously English and uh, in England it's been like 25 degrees for the past few weeks. Oh, rude. All these people, uh, I mean, they're on lockdown, which sucks, but Mm -hmm. my best friend, my mom have been in their garden. My friend has a really good, it's like she's been on, on a holiday. Oh my god. I'm like, oh, it snowed here. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm still wearing my winter coat. But it's okay. Cool. It's May. I live in Canada now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't worry about it. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I kind of briefly mentioned uh, what WorkCo is, but uh, in your words, what, for people that don't know, what is WorkCo? So, WorkCo is a Toga coat, first ever lifestyle co working space. Um, if you don't know what co-working spaces are, just Google it because I don't want to have to give an explanation because I'm very good at that. Um, but so, so we opened in November 2019. Um, we are based on Advanced Road in Kipling. If you know it's over the phone, we're an eight-minute walk from Kipling Station. Um, we also have a shuttle service that picks up from Kipling Station as well. Save your legs. Um, we have three different types of mem- well, which have four different types of membership. We have a virtual membership which means you get a mail, mailbox address, mail delivery service, and you get access to our online community. We have a hot desk membership that gives you nine to five access Monday to Friday to our space. You get a really comfortable big table to work at, free tea coffee, free Wi-Fi, and obviously then a full access to the community. Our dedicated desk um, are 24-7 access. You get your own dedicated workspace every single day. So you can bring in a dual monitor if you need to. There's a height adjustable desk and a super comfortable chair and a lockable unit. And that's your dedicated space for whatever kind of industry you work in. And then we have offices that range from two people to 24 people. Um, everything is, it's a very kind of high, high finish. Is that, I think that's the right word. Um, we're very high standard of, of I'm sorry, COVID's got to me. Um, we're very <laughs> high standard finish. Um, got velvet kind of sofas very like it's got a very like cozy feel but it's very modern and very fresh we've got big we've got a lot of windows a lot of natural light comes in we have a couple of lounge spaces we have a wellness room 
we have meeting rooms, um, we have TVs around the space, we've got breakout spaces, with printing included. Um, yeah, it's a really great kind of workspace, to be honest. We've, we've only been open like five or six months, um, and we're, we're pretty good on our occupancy and our community is, is really, really great. Um, everyone's super friendly, very collaborative, um, everyone kind of works together. We've had members do photo shoots for each other. We've had members get other members different work. We've had people pitch on jobs together. Um, it's very, it's just a really great space. Like when anyone ever visits a space, they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not just saying that because I love that. <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is a really, just a really, it has a really good vibe to it. Um, the kind of industries that we have in there, we've got a marketing agency, we have a design company, we have someone that works in conversational AI, we have someone that works in, in tech development, we have someone that works in you know, an HR consultant, we've got someone, um, we've got a sales company, we've got a personal training development company, we have a UX company, we have a retail consult company. There's a really interesting mix of people that all get on really well together. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's it is a great space, and um, like I've I've seen other co-working spots uh, within the GTA, and for me, there's defined uh, attributes that kind of take for me. I notice right away. Uh, one of them is Etobicoke, and really embracing the community of Etobicoke, and also having the it's I might sound like a millennial right now, but it has a good vibe to it. It's it's a good vibe, uh, but in your opinion, what makes Worko different from any other uh, co-working spots in the GTA? So we're a kind of we're a place of purpose is kind of our mission statement, and um, so we're a place that people come to get things done. You know, like it's a bit, yes, we have this great community and everyone's super friendly and lovely. So when you come in, you know you got to work. You know, it's, people. It's just a great space for people to come in and focus and, and dial down and get on with the stuff that they want to do in a really comfortable, really luxurious, really nice feeling space. It, you know, like when you're, especially when you're in your own business or an entrepreneur, like you've got to feel good about yourself to kind of produce good stuff for your business. And if you're hiding out in a basement somewhere, yeah, it's probably cheap, but you're probably feeling very depressed about it and you're not kind of providing the value in yourself, which you how are you going to provide the value to your clients, right? Mm-hmm. You should invest in yourself before you invest in anything else, in, in my opinion anyway. So kind of our space gives people that platform to feel like, hey, look at my like cool desk and, and you know, I can grab a coffee whenever I need to. I can, I can go sit in the sofa and I can work and just like be the business person that I want to be. Because really, that's, you know, we all want to succeed and we want to be great at what we do and kind of uh, it gives people that space. But there's nothing really like it in in the kind of West End especially. And mm-hmm. um, it is such a high finish that also is really supportive and, and just a really great community space basically. Yeah, it's it's perfect. Yeah. So the I want to kinda of touch on the Etobicoke connection. Obviously it's in Etobicoke. Mm-hmm. It's by Kipling Station, but um, what ways are you trying to connect with the Etobicoke community? So we, um, so Worko is actually owned by the Downing Street Group, um, who are a property development company amongst other things. Um, they are 
we're kind of developing a community in a, well, we first of all kind of trying to rename the, the pocket of Etobicoke we're in as to the assembly district. Um, so Etobicoke itself has a history of light industrial past. Like it was, a, it was an area for makers of the kind of garages and other spaces that kind of things were assembled and created and made there. And then it kind of died down, I think after like the 60s and 70s, kind of died down a little bit. And then it was just a bit of this like kind of no man's land. And we're kind of trying to restore the glory to Etobicoke with kind of all of our offerings that we have in the area. So they kind of, all of our buildings all fall under the Etobicoke umbrella, co being, Etobicoke being, we just lose the KE. So it's kind of like co, it's like community collaboration and our spaces, all of them are kind of creative different spaces to kind of make a community. And we're kind of, we're working with the local community. We have like an outreach thing. We launch a style, we've launched a style guide. If you go to um, Instagram, it's a Toby underscore co. I'll send you if you can put it in the notes. Mm. Um, that kind of have, we release a style guide every other, like bi-monthly um, that kind of highlights local businesses in the area. Um, and just this kind of positioning a Toby is something that, it's a place to go to. It's a destination. There are some incredible, creative, you know, businesses there, or businesses that have been there for a lifetime mm, and are still mm. going, but they don't get the recognition because they're a bit far west. You know, and there's only so many times BlogTO can do a kind of story on them. So why why don't we try and create our own narrative for ourselves? So we're trying to kind of give a Tobacco the glory that it deserves, basically with our style guide, with the kind of different offerings that we're doing not just for our businesses, but for the area. So we're launching some art programming, and we're looking at adding some sculptures to the area, we're gonna do a mural series. There's tons of things that we're really passionate about as a business, not just work hard, but as the company itself, to kind of bring people and create that, you know, amazing community and kind of give it the glory that it deserves, really. Yeah, I agree. It's there. Etobicoke is the it's an undercover gem. A lot of mom and pop shops that have great uh, value to the community. Um, like you mentioned, uh, Orco has been up and running for five to six months. Um, what company has, in a way, blown up in their own industry that you're kind of proud of? Within Orco? Yeah, within Orco. Yeah. So we have a few different companies within the business but within our building that are doing amazing. So Thirstyco, who are an advertising agency, kind of design company, they created the branding for Otobico. Um, and they are smashing it. They're doing amazingly well. Like they were already doing good before, but kind of having this this space and stuff has really propelled them, which is great. Uh, um, we have a general contract at EN2. Um, development there, you know, they've relaunched their website, they've got some new branding, they're like really poised to kind of really go far. And then the rest of our other members in there are all is doing really well. Like people are, it's giving the people that kind of like, we've had someone redesign the logo, we had someone redo a photo shoot, we had someone completely rebrand their company just from being in the space because it's given them that, in that kind of acknowledgement that, hey, my business is something I'm really proud of when I want to you know, do more for it. And like, now I'm in this really great space and my brand doesn't fit in who I am anymore. So I need to refresh it and kind of repolish it. And it's given them the confidence to kind of grow their business, you know, because they've invested in it and they understand that it is worth it and they've seen their own worth and they're like, oh, okay. 
mentioned that when you guys reopen how has COVID-19 affected the co-working space because like we mentioned uh, before some businesses are they've been affected like mine but you got other companies that are like thriving in this environment so how has it been like um, impacted overall in the city completely there's definitely most co-working spaces have been impacted um, it's just kind of every single space is a different space. So it's kind of having a conversation with each and every single one of your members, kind of understand where they are in their business situation, and then kind of working out the best kind of plan of action per member. So it's a very tailored, a very tailored approach. Also, we're lucky because we're an independent company, we can take that tailored approach. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, you know, co-working is about connections and community. So you just kind of have to take that time to sit down with your community and help them and see what you can do. And also, they are supporting you as a business too, right? Like, mm -hmm. if they don't pay their membership, then there's going to be no business to come back to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like a kind of, it's a 50-50 situation that you both just have to be mindful of each other's businesses. And it's definitely from, I've been on a lot of webinars and calls and, and different things on general kind of, on co-working mainly, but also office space and flex space and businesses and how we are going to recover from this after. Um, in general, co-working is looking positive, although generally workforces will be working from home a lot more now, especially kind of in the next at least six months probably. Mm -hmm. Because bigger, if you have a big firm, you know, if you own a huge building, you're not going to want to have every single person back in. Um, co-working is a great step because people can, can get away from working from home and have that definition between home and work time. Because most people, from what I've been reading, are struggling with the balance between work and not work, right? Mm. Like my desk is in my bedroom, so I just never leave my room. Yeah. And I have to like, and I work, I'll work till late, like I'll get up early and I don't have a commute now, so I can just roll straight to my desk. I start earlier. Because I'm not spending time doing my hair, putting makeup on, which is great. <laughs> and then I'm all deliberating about what outfit I'm going to wear, which is mainly a lot of the time of my day. Um, you know, no one cares now. So a lot of people need that kind of definition. A lot of parents, obviously, depending on school situations and, and childcare, but a lot of parents are wanting co-working spaces to kind of give them that break. Like, as much as you love your kids, you can't. You can't deal with like a, like I have twin nieces and my sister's husband is working full time and he, my nieces break into a zoom call all the time and no that's not supposed to knock on the door but they do it and they run in yeah sit on his knee and like daddy and it's like no no you can't are they like one of them had a tantrum while my sister's husband was on a zoom call with the door open like mm. screaming yeah and you know like it's funny the bad time but 10 it's, times yeah. in like it's not is and it, you know, mm -hmm. like kids can be mean. They can be like, oh, dumb. And you can get people get the guilt and everything else. Um, and just in general, like people like me, like even before I was working in this role, 
Um, I've worked in co-working both in England and then in Canada. My friend ran a co-working space. So I had a membership to her space and I would go in on weekends um, because I freelance. I freelance at the time as well. So I would go or I'd go after work just to have a different space because I didn't want to work from Starbucks Mm. or work from my... I I mean, it's fun sometimes, like once in a blue moon to work from home. You know, put the TV on, sit on your sofa, you're comfy. But then if you're trying to do it day by day, it's difficult. And if, you know, if you don't have the space or, like for me, I can't afford to buy a really expensive chair to sit on at the moment. So yeah. I'm just like, okay, I'm using a kitchen chair. I'm probably keeping myself back problem. I, I'm sitting on a key like stool and it's killing me. It's killing my back. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but... It, so and... Sorry, oh, no, the human it's... connection part of it as well, right? Like yeah. not just like the, the physical space itself, but talking to other humans and being creative. Like part of my role is to be creative. And I was talking to my best friend in England, who's a design, like a fashion designer, and she's like, "I'm going crazy. I have to produce collections, and I'm all I'm doing is going to the forest for a walk." Yeah, you know? and and that's great. But she's like, "I need to go to galleries. I need to do this." I want to do this and then, you know, you're in a rock kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's definitely difficult just being uh, in your home, especially if you are, uh, if you're not the only one in your, uh, your, your at your uh, house where it's kind of difficult because like you mentioned, you wake up, you start working, but you don't know that, that wall, that line of like, okay, now it's time to go home. And especially when you're like driving or commuting home, during that time you're kind of shutting off or relaxing your brain so by the time you get home it's like okay I can let's just watch TV but once you're done you're like you're still on working mind yeah your mind's still going right or like you just feel like oh and there's also some with some employers as well maybe there's the expectation you know that you are always available for those late calls oh you can just fix that file can't you or you you can just do that quickly yeah. To produce that report, um, and I, I guess for for freelancers, especially, like it's very difficult to switch off. But for most people, like you, you kind of need to give yourself those boundaries. But it can be so difficult because if you have a job, you feel grateful and like, oh my god, I should be doing extra work because you know, like I have a job still. And then people that aren't working, yeah, you have all this time to do what you want, but it's not normal. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had friends that have been furloughed and, like, one of my friends was joking they wanted a sabbatical. And he was like, oh, I, I wish it was, like, six months ago, but he's like, not like this. Yeah. I wanted to go traveling. I wanted to like, do things on my own terms, not be grounded, essentially. Yeah. In, you know, in all the way. So, yeah. Like, it's it, It's difficult. It's a, it's a strange time. So, when your day is done, what do you do kind of? to uh, relax or de-stress? Well, I've been, I'm not the greatest at doing those, those things, so I'm working on it. Yeah. So today I am going to go as a, like a school opposite my apartment. So I'm going to yeah. go do a hit workout in the school yard because it's not locked. So I'm going to go do that. Or I tend to cook a lot. I've got way more into cooking. Like I do, I love eating. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, well, cooking is quite fun too. So I... Um, I've been cooking up with my boyfriend, which has been nice. I also bought some watercolors recently. 
Ooh. Um, I used to love painting. I'm terrible. My art teacher oh, yeah. at school was like, you try really hard, but <laughs> you're not very good at it. So, oh, no. yeah, not great. I have a degree in photography for a reason because I can't draw. Um, so I tried to take up watercolors yeah. um, with, and my boyfriend too. And the only thing we painted so far was a portrait of RuPaul from RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Hey. If it works, it but works. But it gets you through the day, right? Exactly. And then I got really into painting bananas. Okay. All right. It's just yeah. one of those things. Well, you, you well, do like to eat food, no. right? And yeah. So do I. My boyfriend was doing like a, a muffin delivery service, and they were like banana and chopped chip. Yeah. Who we were decorating the bags that he delivered them with bananas. Oh. And I discovered that I can draw bananas really well. And I like do little fun faces on them, do a little pot hat, do a little beret. You know, I've seen them. I've seen this. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, that's what I've mainly been doing yeah, what's, during this time. What's your go-to uh, dish to cook? What's your go-to? Ooh, tacos, definitely. Oh, did you uh, celebrate yesterday? Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, de... I, it's Cinco de Mayo Taco Tuesday every week in my house. Yeah. I love tacos. I'm so, I'm obsessed. Like, <laughs> I make this, like, pineapple, like, salsary thing. Yeah. Like, cilantro, pineapple. Onions and olive oil and salt and pepper. Mix it all in. So good. That's good. That's a salt. Hey, on a bright side, we can tacos. You can make it extremely healthy, or you can make it really like non-healthy. Mine are pretty healthy. Then always like just grilled chicken or like simply like marinated. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm not trust myself with like frying things. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I get a little nervous, especially when it starts plashing up. Like, I cooked mm. bacon, like fresh bacon, the other day, and it just went everywhere. I was like, I don't know what to do. I shut it off. Don't I don't it's trust myself. Stressful. Yeah, it is stressful. Uh, yeah. Going back, going back to work, uh, any uh, like successful moments that in the past six months where you're like, all my hard work is paying off right now. I am so happy. This is awesome. Our launch party was great. That was in December. Yeah. That was so nice to just have everyone in one room and be like, hey, guys, we did this. You know, this is this is it. The day yeah. we got all the furniture and I took every single bit of plastic off <sighs> was a good, if not dusty day. Satisfying. Um, just all- it was so, it was just like, <laughs> oh, my God, so good. Yeah. And then, the yeah, so the, the launch party was great. The kind of the past couple of months pre-COVID, having our first Thursday event where everyone came and had a drink and celebrated. You know, we did a trivia. I was really people love trivia and, and work apparently. And um, so we, after much trying, we got an event together, and it was really good fun. And it took everyone. It was just before COVID happened. And everyone messaged me after and was like, "Thank you so much. It was so nice to not associate." You know, not think about news for half an hour. Yeah. You know? Um, and then, yeah. And then my birthday um, was in February. And all the members bought me a cake. And they decorated. That's and awesome. Present. And it was so lovely to feel like, hey, okay, people, this is a good thing, you know? Yeah. that's always a, Yeah, it's always a good feeling getting, a, wait, what kind of cake was it? So one of our members made me a cake. Oh, me? Ma- Homemade. Homemade. Can't beat homemade. 
you know? Yeah. So yeah, so it was a really, it was just nice, and it was a good way for everyone to get together and kind of, it was a, it was a Friday, which is a good day to have a birthday. Yeah. And uh, everyone kind of got together and hung out, and yeah, it was just really nice. Everyone came collectively to celebrate, so yeah. That's awesome. That's my top moments, I think. Yeah. Right on. So, uh, like, like I said before, this podcast is all about celebrating local businesses and everything that is entrepreneur or a small business. Uh, in your opinion, what what is your go-to spots in Etobicoke to go? Maybe for lunch or coffee or anything else in between? Oh, so the few. So my go-to coffee spot is El Gatonero. Mm. Um, it's on. It's next door to work because it's thirty-seven of that for us. And they do coffee, paninis. They have these Nutella bombs, I think. It's basically like a Nutella donut, and it's so good. Yeah. Um. So they're really great. For like they also do coffee, like ground coffee as well. Um. So you can go buy it. There's another great coffee delivery company called Not Even Coffee. They do beans um, that you can grind at home, and their packaging is so good. Um, I'll send you a link to them after because they're really cool. Yeah. Nice guys. Um, the Dimple My Bakery, also on Advance Road, is good for other donuts. I clearly eat a lot of donuts. Um, I do too. Also, it's all good. Yeah. You know? yeah. Come on, help it. They're really great for kind of for donuts. And they, their bread is. So if you go to their store, it's cheaper than buying it from like Loblo. But you have oh. to have cash. Oh. It's, and it's always really busy. Okay. Um, they have a cash point inside, cash and ATM inside. Um, but they're really, really great. Um, what else? So there's, um, I'm trying to think. There's Pure Energy Fitness and uh, the beauty place. My mind is literally blank. Elevate Beauty Lofts. You know, they're both really, really great spaces for beauty and for fitness. Um, and I think, oh, I think that's it for now. Yeah. But well, if you sign up to our style guide, um, you will find out more local businesses that I recommended, <laughs> not at this moment. There we go. Wow. Uh, so how can people get into uh, Workho when all this is done? So you can, we can do virtual tours now, um, or I can do a social distance tour if you're in the local neighborhood. Um, go to workco.ca and go on our website and you can book a tour directly on the website you have to do in the It takes two minutes. Um, for our Etobicoke offerings and to kind of find out more, more about our style guide, visit our Instagram, which is Etobi underscore co, to sign up for the style guide on there. And then on our website, you can view our other offerings that we have available. And that's Etobicoke.ca. Well, perfect. Uh, See, so yeah, go check that out. It's a great spot in Etobicoke, especially if you're west of Toronto. It's uh, easy to access if you have a car, and even if you're transit, if you're it's close to a subway stop. There's buses, there's parking, everything that you need in coffee shop is there. So you're all good. All your bases are covered. Uh, I just want to say thank you again for coming on the podcast. It's a, no worries. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, it's one of my uh, hit lists. I have to get Workco in there. It's something I truly believe in and I want everyone to know that. Uh, but yeah, so thank you very much and all the information that uh, you were saying will be down below for all People can research and all that, if that made sense. Okay, on uh, that note, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. It's COVID. It's getting to me. Uh, yeah, on that note, uh, thank you.